unmask them. It's out there. Unmask them. This is after she lied about it. Going on PBS and lying about it. I know nothing about this. Going on MSNBC. I, I know nothing about this. Same loser that actually lied about Benghazi too went to the five Sunday shows and said that the Benghazi uh, attacks were because of a video when they knew it wasn't. They sent her out the same five show. All lied, 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 lied. All she does is lie. So she she unmasked, and there are others that have unmasked, but she has admitted it after saying that she lied about it. We'll get to those sound bites because we have those as well. Third thing I think you need to know, and this is a big one, an hour from now, 710 this morning, we're going to have a mom from Tucson in here. Uh, she has children that go to uh, Tucson, Tucson High. And she was livid. She called us yesterday. We called her back. We talked to her for a while. Uh, the students at Tucson High last week, was it even this week? I can't remember if it was last week or this week. If she didn't specify. Right after the DACA thing came out with the Trumpster, apparently there was a mandatory assembly. They pulled all the kids out of class at Tucson High. And there were faculty up on stage telling the kids that DACA is great. It needs to stay. They even had mariachi there, which, by the way, you want to talk about appropriating culture. Well, we can. It's not really. So hang on a second. Kids, you, you can't dress up as a mariachi for Halloween or whatever, but you could do it this way. I mean, you, really? Mm. They had mariachi there. It was this whole big, obviously pre-planned assembly to indoctrinate the kids at Tucson High. That DACA is fantastic and it needs to stay. And they need to back it. And they need to back it. Yes, that's it. And they need, they need to, to it. support it. Yes. That happened at Tucson High School. Three Uh-oh. things I think you need to know. What? 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 <laughs> Nothing. Uh, uh, those guys. Did I say something wrong? Oh, no. You I know. Not. And th- this is not getting out. So a parent is like, enough is enough about this stuff. Enough is enough. So uh, she'll be in here at 710 talking about the whole thing. I mean, we, Ryan and I um, pre screened her because that's what we do after the show yesterday, even though some people think we have nothing to do. You guys get out at 10 o'clock and go play golf. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, we pre-screened we? her for a while, and I mean, what she was saying was unbelievable. I'm like, oh my, and I said, listen, I don't want you to get in trouble. Are you able to actually, uh, you know, come on the show and be okay, and I don't want any backlash against your daughter or anything like that, and she's like, no, no, I'm good, I'm good. So uh, you will hear exactly what took place, even more detail, uh, at 710 this morning. Isn't that outrageous? I hope uh, Mike Hicks and other TUSD board members are listening, too. This is what's going on as they're getting. And you know what's going on at Tucson High, by the way, um, apparently or, T, or TUSD, I should say TUSD. We had a chance to do this yesterday. Uh, this is what's really important. So you have you have uh, kids at, at students at Tucson High School uh, being told they need to support DACA. They need to support it. Uh, now they're t- being told all they got to take, of course, got to get Mexican-American studies back in there. And all this crap came out about Mexican-American studies. All this stuff came out about it. Right. Uh, where. Oh, it shows the improved testing. I had a student, a Hispanic student. I had a Hispanic a young lady with her mom in here. This is probably going back, back about six years ago. And she said, yeah, the reason that, that, uh, that people get such good grades is because there's like two tests and we grade our own stuff. This girl's like they brainwash the kids in this class. It, it, it's all about America is bad, white people are bad. That's what it is. What is the point of this? How does this help you get a job? This is not good, but of course you got it. 
Now, all of a sudden, you got to get it in there because it's racist that you didn't want it. Are you kidding me? They literally demonize white people. Anyway, uh, the TUSD governing board, like this is really important. They were talking apparently about DACA. And there were dueling resolutions, it's reported in the local paper, dueling resolutions. They were trying to calm the fears, calm the undocumented students. You love that, right? The illegal aliens and the parents that go to TUSD, which, by the way, that's where your tax dollars go. That's where your tax dollars go. Isn't that just great? Going to calm them. And they keep, they're talking about the DACA program, and they're talking about dreamers. Again, they're trying to trying to uh, confuse the two, and they are not the same things. No. Um, so they want to, They apparently want to try to make them calm down. Now you have three decent people versus two nut jobs. Thank God the two nut jobs are in the minority. Adelita Grahalva, Raul's daughter, and this lunatic, Crystal Ann Foster. She, she, look, some people believe that if you don't agree with someone, you call them names. No, 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 they, literally a lunatic. This is the one, Crystal Ann Foster. She was out there. We had a Hispanic woman call, remember? And she, right. Crystal Ann Foster was out there uh, trying to get people to sign up to back David Garcia, who was on this show. Didn't work out too well. <laughs> Democratic candidate for governor. And she was out there telling people, you need to vote for him because he's brown like you. But I can't. Call, you know, it's not a lunatic, though, of course. And it's not racist or anything. No, well, that's no, no. how I vote. I don't yeah, know about course. you. Yeah. That's why I don't based vote. Based on color. There's nobody brown out there. The only thing that I do based on color is how I cook my steaks. What? It's got to be whatever color it is. I don't want it to be fully. Don't take this the wrong way. I'm taking it the wrong way. It can't be fully brown. It needs to be a little bit uh, red and pink in there, too, without being communist. It's confusing, isn't it? He never cooked by color. He cooked by temp. But that, but that's the thing. The, the higher the temp, the, the darker the color. Am I right? Or, you know I'm right about that. On a sear? Overall. Mm. You want a nice medium rare. Yeah, you that means it's not, temp. And that's why people are going to take this the wrong way, of course. Mm. They're going to say that it's racist. You want steak medium rare because that means you don't want it brown throughout. <laughs> Race war! Yeah. You know it. Come on. It's hilarious. You know that's funny. You know, I just feel bad now for your family with the way you cook. I'm sorry. Is there something wrong with medium rare now? No, nothing. Thank but you. You're not cooking the steak right. You're not. I will get it to the right temp. It's the right temperature when it's medium rare. On the inside? Yes. I sear it on the outside. It's dark on the outside, baby. <laughs> I like it dark on. <laughs> I like it dark on the outside and commie on the inside. Anyway, all right. Okay. Oh, uh, we so, should talk about food. Yeah, I know. It's Friday. But there's a terrorist attack. There's all kinds of stuff. All right, yeah, anyway. So uh, there are two options the TUSD board has. A resolution stated that stated the district will support all students equally. They Like, do they not? Well, we have to have a resolution saying that. Whether their immigration status is documented or undocumented. Uh, the law actually states that already. And another resolution that said the exact same thing, but it also included a line stating Arizona is home to 28,000 DACA recipients who contribute to our economy, our social fabric, and represent the best of our values. Really? That's, they're going to vote on that resolution? The best of our values. Uh, apparently, some of the board members thought that was too political. You think? So the board unanimously adopted the other resolution, which didn't specifically mention DACA. 
I love this. The resolution the board adopted Tuesday was essentially the same one adopted in December, except it had an additional line stating no staff member of TUSD may make any threats or statements pertaining to a student's parent or parent's immigration status. Does anybody even remember these things? This is so dumb. This is so dumb. And yet you have, again, at TUSD, uh, Tucson High School, they drag the kids out of class, throw them in a giant, uh, what, 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 the auditorium or something like that, mm-hmm. and they're forced to take part in an assembly where they're brainwashed, indoctrinated, that DACA is great and you must support it. And here's Mariachi Band too, by the way. I can only imagine what they said about President Trump in that, who actually, again, man, they missed a golden opportunity to teach the young people that it was constitutionally wrong that Obama did this on his own, and Trump kicking it back to Congress. Congress makes laws. The president executes the laws. The judicial branch... They are the checks and balances. Well, it's all checks and balances, but they can deem a law by Congress unconstitutional. So they all check each other. No. Nah. 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 President is the king. Mm-hmm. He does what he wants. Yeah. Oh, wait. There's yeah. a white guy in office. Well, now. yeah. No. Adelita Grajalva said she brought the resolution forward, of course, not to create division on the board. No, oh, okay. no. She's a Grajalva. But because DACA recipients have asked the district, the city, and the county, to specifically address DACA. Oh, because that, that, that'll change everything, right? Because they feel they're being targeted by the federal government. Well, you are not here legally, so yes. And guess what? I am paying for your education, an Arizona taxpayer. They get money from the state of Arizona and actually, of course, the federal government too. So you're welcome. And, and this reminds me of the story by a buddy of mine said his, his wife is a teacher, elementary school teacher in Tucson, TUSD. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had like 24 kids in her class last year. This year, I think it's 13. And it's so much easier to teach. Uh, There were kids that couldn't speak English, didn't come in with shoes. uh, No adults were answering phones at home or anything about their schoolwork. And now it's like a pleasure to actually go to class and teach these kids because she can versus last year. I love this, too. Uh, Crystal Foster, the board member, said she was, quote, incredibly shocked that the board majority wouldn't support the resolution that specifically mentions DACA. That's how that's how insane this chick is. That's why I said she's kind of she's a lunatic. I am shocked. She noted that the district likely has many high school students who are DACA recipients. Oh, so there are many illegal aliens there. Thanks, Crystal. Quote, these are young people who have committed no crime. Are we sure about that? Because we again can play the sound bites from Matt O'Brien, where the DACA application process is riddled with fraud. Riddled with fraud. Uh which which one should we put down? Which one should we... The ones where they... Uh, a, a small... Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. A small amount that actually were looked at, right? Uh, yes, uh, the actual... Oh, no, the small... That was the night. Well, hang on, where, where's yesterday's? Where's yesterday's prep? This is why I do this. What was yesterday's date? This The the 14th, right? Okay. I want you to play really quick. This is for Crystal and I know I'm going long here, but just deal with it. This is great. This is gold. This is gold, Jerry. Um... Number 16, the applications for DACA. That's what it is, 16. Here we go. Matt O'Brien, the guy that was in charge of investigating all the DACA applications, the chief investigator for the USCIS, Citizenship and Immigration Services, uh, was basically told, stop doing your job. Listen to this. There certainly were a small percentage of applications where there was blatant evidence that someone was involved in gangs, organized crime, or had national security concerns Mm. that were looked at in depth. Now, whether the recommendations to deny those were taken or not, it's hard to say because there was a very small number of these cases that were denied. The ones that were denied were almost uniformly the most egregious examples of mm-hmm. people who presented a threat to public safety. Mm-hmm. And number 10, let's use number 10 for 
you know what in giggles again uh the dac application process uh people that were approved to stay here go there were people with ties to terror there were people with gang affiliations there were people with criminal records uh the whole program was just a giant funnel for fraud but crystal foster knows right a giant funnel for giant fraud. funnel for fraud yeah. Um, so anyway, yes, uh, Crystal Ann Foster said these are people that have committed no crime. They have passed more tests than anybody to stay here. Really? Like what? They have a, a what, was, what was the answer? 21.9% uh, dropout rate or something like that versus yeah. 59 for the national uh, average. Okay. Um, we need to stand up for these students. Why? Yeah. Uh, board member Michael Hicks proposed a resolution that didn't address... DACA, he said this resolution does say all immigrant families. That incorporates DACA to insulate that this does not involve DACA or anyone else, whether they're from Mexico or Siberia or wherever. I find that offensive. Whatever. Okay. There you go. 625. We're really late. Uh, there's more. We'll get to the Trump tweets. Trump did a major tweet. We'll get to the terror stuff. Just a few minutes ago, a major tweet about uh, the DACA situation. I think he's hearing it from people because there's something that uh, the Trump supporters are doing and it's getting major attention now. Hopefully he's picking up on this. I'll get it to you coming up in about 5. KNST AM 792, Sod's most stimulating talk. 643, your morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792, Sod's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, terror attack in uh, in Britain now up to 22 injured. Somebody put a, a bucket bomb, like a five-gallon bucket. You put paint in or something like that. Put some kind of explosives in there. Didn't work like it was supposed to, but it still worked. And uh, 22 people injured. Um, uh, that's the latest on that. The president had some tough tweets on that. I'll get you what he said uh, about that stuff. I mean, just disgusting. What, what are you going to do now? We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. You going to ban buckets? Is that what's going to happen? Uh, anyway, the um, there's oh there's the stories. Uh, apparently, people are saying they're 100% certain. 100% certain that this was a... Uh, a jihadist terrorist attack. Yep, a fireball is what witnesses are saying, what took place. Fireball. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, I actually like this. President tweeted out just minutes ago, everyone's all fired up about this whole situation when it comes to um, the DACA deal, the alleged DACA dealer, no DACA deal. Uh, and written, no wall will come later. And then he gets off the plane. He's like, uh, you know what? If there's no wall, we're not doing a deal. You better put it that way. Uh, he tweeted out uh, less than, about 45 minutes ago, uh, there will be no chain migration. No chain migration. Chain migration cannot be allowed to be part of any legislation on immigration. Holly friggin' Louia. That's a big deal. Third thing I think you need to know uh, is that here in uh, Tucson, TUSD, uh, Tucson High School, we're going to talk to a mother of a student that was part of this. At 7.10 this morning, she's coming to the studio. They dragged the kids out of the class at Tucson High. Stuck them in, uh, in, in, a, in an assembly. Mandatory assembly about DACA, where they were told by faculty, people on stage will get more details, uh, that DACA is great and you must support it. And even at Mariachi there. This is what's going on at Tucson schools? This is what's going on at Tucson High? Three things I think you need to know. Now, real quick, this bucket, this, this can we can we just this should be like the ultimate right here, because and I get it, you got to report on it, because what kind of a bomb was it? It was a bucket, is a bucket bomb, it was a bucket bomb. All right, fine, bucket bomb. Uh, I mean, you want to know what it is? Is it somebody with a, a suicide vest, whatever? 
a bucket bomb. You have to know it. But you shouldn't concentrate too much on it. Whether it's a bucket bomb, a suicide vest, somebody driving a car into a crowd of people, flying planes into the World Trade Center. There's only one thing that they have in common. The ideology. The person. The mindset of the person to think this is okay and want to do it. So I get that you get that it's a bucket, but what are you going to do? Ban the sale of buckets? Is the government going to make people over there in Europe, uh, in, in Britain, are they going to make people uh, just report when people buy buckets? Watch out for people that carry buckets on the subway where this took place. It's the people. It's the radical Islamic terrorists. That's it. You know, on 9-11 in 2001, terrorists got on an airplane, took it over, flew it into the World Trade Center. Two airplanes. Another airplane into the Pentagon. Another one landed in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Crashed down by, by brave Americans that sacrificed their lives. I get on planes, you get on planes, right? Just like those terrorists. But we're not bad people. Instead of uh, feeling my uh, my goods, why not look at the people? It's like we always are reactive. You know, we're always reactive. Oh, we gotta, now we got to just uh, step up the security of the, of the planes. How about we look at the radical Islamic terrorists? Because if you're not a radical Islamic terrorist, then guess what? You're not doing these things. Doesn't matter if you buy a bucket, get on an airplane, buy a car, uh, drive a pickup truck, doesn't matter. Into people, doesn't matter. So, like, enough is enough with this crap. Let's focus on the radical Islamic terrorists, and everybody should be involved on this. Jews, Christians, Muslims, you name it. It's not good for anybody if there are radical Islamic terrorists. So, I, I'm just, I've had it with this stuff. I've had it with being reactive. No more being reactive. You can't be proactive. It's because like a, you're sur- then you profile it. You're right. Then then you're mean. And of course everybody's you're racist. Profiles. Yeah, there it is. You know what? It's okay. We're not being racist. That's why I want I'm Muslims saying. to take part in it. And you're right though. Because you're right. If you're proactive, that means you're looking out for one particular person, you assume it's them. It is them. It's radical Islamic terrorists, it's jihadists. It's not your grandma. It's not the way it is. That's just how it is. So we have that. Then the president tweeted out some very, very, very strong things um, early this morning, right? Early this morning. Um, this this is some of the stuff that was uh, was tweeted out. Another attack in London by a loser terrorist. These are sick and demented people who are in the sights of Scotland Yard. Must be proactive. There's the proactive word. Proactive. Uh, but how about that? They were in the sights of Scotland Yard. Oh, the president can't do that. He can't all of a sudden just uh, call out uh, people, you know, allies and say they failed. Why not? They did. I'm pretty sure the president has more access to this kind of information than anybody else in the United States of America. Probably the free world, I would say. He gets all this information. He's the president. If he's looking at this and thinking, my God, they had these people. They knew they were going to do this. Why didn't they stop them? He's calling it out. Why are the Britons doing that? Well, because they don't want to seem mean. He then huh. tweeted. He then tweeted out right okay. after that: the travel ban into the United States should be a should be larger, tougher, and more specific. But stupidly, that would not be politically correct. And then he tweeted out: we've made more progress in the last nine months against ISIS against ISIS than the Obama administration has made in eight years. Must be proactive and nasty. It's true. You notice the, the media's not really talking about ISIS that much anymore because we're destroying them. 
Just just saying. Just saying. That's what that's what's anyway. So we have that 650. Now there's other major news. Remember when the president tweeted out uh I mean months and months ago that uh oh the Obama administration was wiretapping him? Right idea. It wasn't wiretapping, but it was spying on him. And then people denied it. Obama denied it. He it was Susan Rice that came out. It was uh, accused Susan Rice of doing it and um she denied it, and she said no. Well, it turns out it, it's now coming out that last week she testified. She talked to a House Intelligence Committee, and she admitted that she unmasked, which is spying on. She said, I need to know who these people are, and she spied on members of the Trump transition team. Why? I'll tell you why. She admitted this, but do you remember what she said months ago in interviews? She denied it. She's a lying again. She lied about Benghazi. She's lying about this. You have to hear it. It's coming up uh, in about five. It's your morning ritual. Uh, with me. Who else is it going to be? Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Goodness, this whole thing, right? Make yes. sure you get close. Okay. And I know, I know you're nervous. Just, it, we'll, we'll do our best. We'll do our best. There will not be any backlash because we will rain down all kinds of hellfire. Don't worry about that. Um, your child wrote down, to the best of uh, the recollection, uh, of your child's recollection, what exactly happened? That, that day was two days correct. ago. Okay. So let me just read, before we get to questions, this is what uh, was witnessed by this student at Tucson High School. Uh, the teacher signed up the class for a mariachi assembly. People would be singing and dancing, playing mariachi music. Um, it was from 1218 on Wednesday to 145. Uh, the students were in a large auditorium. The place was full of students. Half of the assembly was mariachi music, and the other half was people talking. Um, it's believed it was the director of the mariachi that started out introducing himself, and he said, when people tell me to go back to Mexico, I do this. He jumped sideways and then turned his head. Uh, we think it means that he jumped across the border. He jumped back across the border. Everybody started cheering. Everyone started cheering. Again, this is at Tucson High School. You don't send your kids to school to deal with this stuff, do they? I mean, this shouldn't happen, right? The mariachi, we believe it's the mariachi director, said, that's why we do this ceremony. It's to celebrate the independence of Mexico and to keep mariachi alive. Hmm. He said that we should have the right to fight and have our own rights. I wonder what that means. It was not American rights, our own rights. What? What? My daughter mentioned that uh, he believes that aliens should have their own laws and rights and be protected. Illegal aliens should have their own laws and rights and be protected. Okay. Yes. That's what I think. That uh, that that's what it was. This is an adult telling this to students. Again, there was no principal at the assembly. No. Right. It was just this. It was that he was the the lone adult. It seemed like that was on stage. I believe. Yes. Okay. Wow. What a message to send. Uh, Young people. Um, see, I assumed he was referring to the illegals having rights. I think that he said that we should keep fighting and have what is rightfully ours. He said that it started out there, there was 90 of us at the university, but now there are over 1,000 of us at the university, at the high school? Attending the U of A oh. previously. They would talk, and then I wonder if he's just talking about mariachi members. I don't know. They would talk and then play music and then talk, so it was hard to remember what they were saying. I wish I could have recorded it. 
didn't think anything was going to come of it. So your daughter thought it was just going to be a whole thing about mariachi. Right? Yeah, and she didn't realize that they were pulled out of class. For this. To encourage. This, because we're going to get into it. Thought, she thought they were pulled out of class just to talk about, play mariachi, support the mariachi, and that's that, right? Yeah, and she said they were told um, the teacher basically can sign you out of class or keep you in class and say, no, we're not attending assembly. So her teacher said, no, I want my students to go see this. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, and again, this was at Tucson High. Correct. A little while after that, there were these two people that came out and he handed them the microphone. It was a boy and a girl that was part of the program, meaning part of DACA? Uh, or part I, of the mariachi? mariachi a part program. of the mariachi program. Okay. They started out by saying a couple of things, and then one of them said that the DACA program was for people from 16 to 31, 16 to 31 uh, years of age. Which, by the way, side note, which is why when you hear the dreamers and the people confuse it, dreamers are for everybody. DACA is for a, a focused, a, a, a scoped out, smaller group. That's why it's really a bunch of garbage when you hear these politicians try to confuse DACA and dreamers. They do it on purpose to try to make it a big group. Anyway, they said that the people in the program are hardworking and want a better life for their family. So these students are saying this. They're, they're out there at this school assembly. It's supposed to be for mariachi. Pushing DACA, why DACA is great and everything like that, and supporting it, and supporting it. They want they they did they 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 encourage well they encourage the students to support the DACA program. Correct. Was there did they say anything negative about President Trump? Yes, they said that it's funny that during President Trump, suddenly it became illegal, and how it, during President Obama, it was legal. It was constitutional. Constitutional. Okay. And make sure you're close to that mic if you don't mind. Or you can, you can pull it to you if you want. It's up to you. Um, they said that all the African Americans and Indians and everyone should unite and help the people in the program to fight for their rights. And yes, okay, Trump said, the girl said Trump said the DACA program is unconstitutional, but when Obama was in office, it was constitutional. Of course, it, it wasn't actually, which... And why should the again this the school missed a golden opportunity to teach how the government actually works and what's supposed to happen? That's what's re- that's it's another sad part here. Um, now this is really disturbing. People were shouting, and one girl shouted, "You go, girl!" She then said that this is a chant that uh, they learned. She asked the audience, "Who are we?" This is the girl on stage, a student. "Who are we?" And, the, and all the students shouted back, "Arizona." Then she asked, "What do we do?" And they replied back, "We fight back." And they did the chant three or four times like that. That's what my daughter said. Wow. Then they did this unity clap, where they start clapping and speeding up. Everyone was supposed to be united and clapping together. Everyone was cheering and clapping. So apparently it went from a mariachi thing to a pro-DACA event where you all need to support DACA. Yes, so basically they're teaching you to break the law. Yeah, and to support law-breaking, and that's just the way it is. Ah, oh, this is just nice. This is just nice. Um, and and it seems like a lot of the students, obviously, were in favor of this. They liked it. Correct. Now, let's go back to the clapping thing. This is, this is just my experience. When I had uh, a young girl, a, a student at a TUSD school, and her mom in studio about what, six years ago or so, the girl was in a Mexican-American studies class. And she talked about how in the class they don't call you by your real name. They, they give you a name. It's like they break down who you are to brainwash you to believe. It's almost like a, it's like a cult is what the, she was basically saying. And they do certain things, including clanting, uh, clapping and, ch- and chanting, some kind of speeding up clap. This is the same kind of stuff. 
It's the same kind of stuff. They're not supposed to have Mexican-American studies in the in these schools yet. But this is the same kind of brainwashing that's actually happening right now. That's how I feel. And I feel you're going to school to learn an education. Yes. Not brainwash your kids. No, no, definitely not brainwash your kids. Uh, were any other... Did your daughter say any other students upset about this? Not many? She's a minority in her opinion, mm-hmm. so it's very hard to stand up and say, hey, I don't believe in this. Um, any other parents talk to you or anything like, I can't believe this happened? No. Nothing. Not that I know. This is expected, I guess, kind of at Tucson High. Um, this is really, This is really bad. This is really bad. And uh, by the way, the principal of Tucson High is more than welcome to contact us and talk. I wonder if the, the principal even knows this happened uh, because this is, this is really bad. You have an adult out there telling kids, bragging about jumping across the border, going back to Mexico. We need to have our own rights. This is not uniting the country. This is not how that works. I agree. Um, and, and by the way, um, we could talk about you, right? Because you are an actual immigrant. Correct. I was born and raised in the Middle East, and at the age of eight years old, my mom read to me the National Geographic, and since then I've been dreaming of coming to the U.S., and it took me a year and a half to get here because I did it the legal way, and I think that's the only way it should be done. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, this really hits it home for you, too. Yes, I strongly believe that there is a right way and a wrong way. And we shouldn't be teaching our kids to break laws and to go contradict basically our president. I I feel we should respect the laws of our country. And And if you don't like it, you you vote people in to change them. That's how we work. Right? Yes, that would be nice. You know, that's how this is supposed to work. And then you grew up in Iraq uh, under a dictator. Correct. So... You were going to talk more about that because I want to get your take on this too. Uh, and and this is really, by the way, and just there's two different reasons why we have you here. One is because you were brave enough to, to say this. Because let me tell you, nobody else is going to give out this information that all of a sudden they had a big assembly and it became a pro DACA. You need to support DACA assembly at Tucson High School, which is which is awful. Um, on top of that, uh, you are a legal immigrant that actually grew up under a dictator. Correct. And I want to find out what you think when you hear people in the media or whatever, random people called President Trump a dictator, which is, I mean, what was it like to really live under a dictator versus what uninformed, ignorant people in this country actually say? We'll get to that coming back. Thank you for being here. We will continue. And by the way, if somebody from uh, Tucson High or the school board, you know how to contact me. You know how it is. We'll continue. 719. uh, Back in five. KNST AM 792, Sean's most stimulating talk. 726, thank you for hanging out. Uh, listen, I have my own iHeartRadio channel because my company is just desperate. They got to put somebody up there. So download the iHeartRadio app or go to iHeartRadio.com, search Garrett Lewis, and uh, Ryan updates it every day with the entire show and highlights. And this interview that we have will be up there. So if you miss any part of it, if for some reason you have to turn off the radio or whatever, you have to get to work, even though you can listen at KNSD.com or on the iHeartRadio app, you can get it there. Uh, so we're giving you lots of options because we we like you and we, we want you to keep on listening. So download the free iHeartRadio app. It's really that simple. Highs in the upper 90s today. We're uh, no more triple digits. We're done with that.
By September 15th, we're done with triple digits. All right, we're continuing. We have this uh, great lady who is uh, an illegal immigrant from Iraq, dreamed of coming to America. Um, she's in studio with me. She has a child that goes to Tucson High School and uh, is blowing the whistle on this, which needs to happen. There was an assembly Wednesday where the students were called. They thought it was a mariachi assembly. It was some mariachi, but then it was a pro-DACA, you better like DACA, you better support DACA assembly. And there was chanting and all kinds of stuff, and they wanted rights for illegal aliens. It, it's, this happened at the auditorium at Tucson High School. Balls in your court, Tucson. This is crazy. And the TUSD board better do something about this. Isn't there any oversight? But let's talk about other things, okay? Because you are, again, an illegal immigrant, a legal immigrant from Iraq. Yes. Um, and you did it the right way. took, what, a year and a half it to get here is what you told me? Yes. It took a year and a half, all kinds of conditions that I had to meet to be here. And um, I believe it's the only way to do it. Yes. I have. I dreamed of the U.S., and I couldn't wait to get here. And I've been around the world, and I've never had a home a place that I called home until I got to the USA. You know what's crazy is that you do all this and that there are people that, that disagree with my point of view that would uh, would be so, they would be so surprised that you would actually listen to a show like this because they think that we don't want anybody here, we hate everybody else, and we're like, we're racist and xenophobic and stuff. Isn't that crazy? Can I tell you something? Uh, I've been to different countries I'm a mud, like they call it, and <laughs> and I've never been to a country more loving and welcoming than the USA. This is the only country in the world that I felt I could be the person I really wanted to be. You mean not even Canada? No. Wow. This is it. Wow. I thought that we have all kinds of problems. I mean, that's why they're ripping down statues. That's why the Black Lives Matter this and all that. Well, yeah. when people say, oh, Americans are racist, did, did you feel that you were mistreated? I thought you have no clue what racist is. Well, I want to talk about that. So let's, let's, let's go back. You lived under the Saddam Hussein regime. Correct. That's why you wanted to get out of there. Yes. You told us a story. Talk about the story when you were a teenager at a nightclub. Because people, um, so, people say when, when, well, explain that because I want to talk about the dictator stuff. Go ahead. Sorry. We we were 14 years old, and in Iraq there is a private club that the members belong, and it's very controlled. But there is teenager activities, there is adult activities, swimming, all anything you want there. And we were at a teenager a dance okay. party. Saddam's kid Oday was Ude. there. Oday. My bad accent. Yes. Oday. Okay. The, the older one. Because Uday and Kuse were killed, and they saw the, we saw the pictures of them right after the invasion. Go ahead. Correct. And uh, the older son of Saddam grabbed the gun and shot, blew the brains off of a guy right in front of teenager. us. Teenager. We are kids. Yeah. Underage. And he was a teenager, too, at the time. Yes, he was older than us. But the guy was known for his bad tempers. If he didn't like the way you looked at him, you talked to him. He would shoot you right there where you are. And nothing. So you're in this club as a 14-year-old. Yes. And you see somebody just get shot right in the head, brains, brains blown right out. Yes. And that's difficult for him. He can do whatever he wants, no consequence. What did people do at that time? I mean, I can't. I, it's crazy. Obviously, he doesn't get arrested. His dad's a dictator running nothing. Iraq. 
But People my dad froze. said that's it. You're not going again because it's too dangerous. Yeah, no. But what if he thinks that you looked at you look at him the wrong way? Then yeah. you're next. And what was the reason he wanted to go out with the girlfriend of this other guy that belonged in his party? And there still was no consequences. So when people say, I mean, you hear these, you hear these fools on television, and it's all hyperbole. And you see, you hear uninformed people that go to these marches and everything else. Trump's a dictator. When you actually lived under a dictator, what's your reaction when you see these people make these ridiculous comments? I wish you guys had a way to be put in your act for a month so you really learn what dictatorship is like. You have no rights, no opinion. You have no say in anything. You just got to follow the rules of the country, whether it's right, wrong, you like it, or you don't. For instance, in school, we were taught to hate Jewish people. It's part of a class called citizenship. Well, I didn't agree. I have a problem with anyone hating me. I I believe we should all love each other and be peaceful. And if you don't like my personality and you don't want to be around me, I'm okay with that. But to hate me because I'm Jewish or English or Chinese or Iraqi, I had an issue with it. But I wasn't allowed to express myself because that will make me a traitor. You guys as Americans express your opinion all the time and there's no consequences. For your opinions. You should see Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, but I find that maybe we lost the line of right and wrong. It's okay to have an opinion, but we also have to respect our authorities. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like on Twitter, media, there's a lot of disrespect for our president. When Obama was the president, I had a problem with him being my president, but I still respected him. I didn't go openly insulting him and putting him down. And I feel there should be a moral line that we can be free, mm-hmm. but not cross it. So, you know, it, it's like you are coming from these other countries. You are the new, um, you're like, you're like the founders. They wanted to be able to be able to, to, to rip the government. They wanted to be able to live freely without fear of reprisal which is why they came to America and formed America and fought back against the British. And then you literally didn't hit, you don't, you, you walked around the streets in Iraq fearful because you could get shot at any reason, at any time for no reason whatsoever. You can get arrested. Never, people never see you again. That is true. And it happened all the time. And that's why these people that just, I mean, I, we're going to talk more. Uh, we have to, this is between, I mean, geez, again, your daughter going through this at Tucson high school. Tucson High School, how they were pro, uh, pro-DACA assembly, brainwashing and indoctrinating the, the, the students there to support DACA and illegal aliens and everything else. And, and now and, and, and the fact that you actually are, are talking about, again, what it's really like to live under a dictatorship. I have more questions about what that was like. And, and I mean, this is just remarkable stuff. We're going to continue in about uh, six minutes. Thank you. Hang out. Um, we gave you a great bottle of water to be here. That's all we have. The budget's been cut. We're going to continue uh, in about six. Right now, the latest on KNST from Fox. 742. What's happening? It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, there are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, terror attack in Britain. A bucket, five-gallon bucket or so, had explosives in it or something, acid, whatever, 
It exploded on a subway in the middle of rush hour, and uh, 22 people are injured. I don't believe anybody has passed yet, thank God. Uh, they say it's a terrorist attack. Uh, duh. So that's what's going on. The president has tweeted that Scotland Yard should have been more proactive with this. They knew about this, so obviously he had some inside info and some, some intel about that. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, this is big. Uh, right at the start of our show, President Trump tweeted out, chain migration cannot be allowed to be part of any legislation on immigration. So all of a sudden, in the, in the past 24 hours, it's changed from the wall will be come later to if there's no wall, there's no deal. And then this whole Dreamer DACA, that, that would be the whole thing. If, they, if, there's, if there's legalization or amnesty or whatever, then the parents and the families, they're all allowed to stay. So I'm glad Trump pointed that out. Chain migration cannot be allowed to be part of any legislation on immigration. And apparently, kudos to you, you melted on the phones out there in D.C. Third thing I think you need to know, we're talking about this now, uh, Tucson, High, Tucson Magnet High School. I should say, uh, had an assembly Wednesday, supposed to be for mariachi, turns out about half of it, according to a uh, student there, it was about uh, pro-DACA stuff, uh, the, the mariachi director, would appear to be the mariachi director, and then students got up there uh, pushing rights for illegal aliens, pro-DACA, support DACA, uh, go DACA, you need to ba- be behind DACA, chanting, clapping, that's not appropriate in school. So there you go, Tucson, Magnet High, it's up to you, there you go, TUSD board, it's up to you. Three things I think you need to know. We're continuing with uh, the mother of the student who uh, was brave enough to actually come forward with all this stuff. And thank you so much for, for doing that. And, and to, to even add to the situation, you are, you are a legal immigrant from Iraq. Um, and we talked about what it's like to actually live under a dictator. And, you, again, you must just want to just shake these people that, that want to call President Trump a dictator and stuff like that. Because it, it's, it's, it's just stupid. It's just, nobody from the government shoots people like that. But that's why, don't you think that Americans don't value, because maybe we've had it so good for so long, we forget, when you forget history, bad things happen. You're doomed to repeat bad things. Uh, I mean, we are allowed to have the freedom to say whatever we want about any official. We even have it. Public figures. Hey, guess what? You can be be thrashed. But tell the story what it was like in Iraq um, when a a child told government officials, right, or their leaders... Yes. That their parents said Saddam is a bad man. What happened? The older generation knew not to say or talk about the president, Saddam, in a bad way. You just kept it for yourself. But the newer generation that came after us, at three years old, they start preschool, dress like soldiers, and are taught to love Papa Saddam and to die for him. With your blood, with your soul, you will die for him and serve him. That generation, a kid reached 11 years old, and by then his parents decided he should know better by now. Let's tell him the truth. So his, they told him, Saddam's really not a good man. What the kid did went back to his school and told his leaders that his parents are traitors, and they don't love Papa Saddam like he does. So the leaders took him back. They gathered all the people of that town, They gave him a machine gun and told him, show us how much you love Papa Saddam. He shot his mother, his father, his uncles, and his grandparents, his entire family in front of everyone to show his love for Saddam. So can you imagine what they would do to to their enemies? Holy smokes. Uh, And uh, so that that brainwashing is taught. That propaganda is taught. Uh, You're taught to hate Jews. Correct. Um, And they hate Americans. Do they still hate Americans out there in Iraq? When I was there in the late 80s, 
I went through hell for wanting to come to the U.S. I was a traitor. I should have known better. America is responsible for Israel existing. Oh, wow. And the way they thought is if we get rid of U.S., then we can be free to attack Israel. It's how we were taught. So basically, they blame the Americans for the existence of Israel. So we shouldn't love them. We should hate them. We studied English as a second language. After that, no more English. Unless you're a translator and you go to college to learn English, there was no more English. There was no more American shows because Americans were traitors. Wow. Um, the war. A lot of Americans thought it was not needed. You know, Bush had this idea. If you go into Iraq and you take out Saddam, you know, it's one less threat for the world. Who knows if he, if he gets nukes or gives chemical weapons or weapons of mass destruction to terrorists to do the job, whatever it might be, he's crazy. Uh, it'd be better for the world and we could teach democracy. I disagree. I, I was born there and I was stuck there. And it was a living hell every day of your life. Sometimes dying would be easier than to live not knowing which second you're going to get killed or shot by your own people or arrested for whatever reason. Do you think that Iraq can become a democracy, though? Because, you know, I look at this after all these years and I see the Middle East and I'm like, you know what? I just don't know if they're the same people as us. I think you're a rarity over there. No, am I wrong about Because I say you don't listen to government leaders or capitalists. You listen, like you said, to the, to the Baptist, to your village leader, your town leader. And whatever they say has the influence on you. Are they really going to become capitalists and be pro-democracy? This is my personal opinion, and just from growing up there, they have no interest in democracy. That's what I'm saying. So should they we, could have yeah. been a democracy, a great yeah. country. Everyone could have been happy, thrived, but they're not interested in that. I think there's few people are interested in control and power okay. and ruling as dictators. It's more... Their mentality in the Middle East or in Iraq was like, people need to be told what to do. Okay. And they need to be controlled and put in their place. When I was there, I prayed every day, please God, send the Americans. I just want to get out of this hell. Yeah, please. He, because you got it. You understood. I was blessed to be one of the few people that was able to get out yes. and escape. But, but, but you, not think, a, you think for the most part, people there don't want a democracy? They just want to keep living the way they're living? No, I believe people from the older generation that could not have any opinion really wanted democracy. What about now? Wanted like, freedom. Like, do you think that there's a goal for it? Is it in the United States' best interests to be there right now? I think no matter what we do as Americans, we, to their opinion, we're doing it wrong. I feel the new people and the new generation have been brainwashed and bred to hate us so much that no matter what we do, we'll never help them. So we, we, we are just there to conquer them, to destroy really? them. Really? So we, should we get out of Iraq and probably the rest of the Middle East? Do you think we feel they feel like that all over the place? But there's another side to the coin. If you do that, ISIS then takes they over, get, terrorist groups and, take over. Yes, they and, will. And dictators and the, take and, over. And they hate us with passion. That means we're next on the line. So I think on a moral grounds, we are obligated to control this disease or hatred or whatever you call because it's going to spread out. You think that you, can you see how people would be upset about that though, saying, "Well, I don't want my kid doing that. It's just not worth it to me." Yes, I see that, but yeah. I also saw what what uh, the power of dictator can do. 
I yeah. mean, Saddam went and attacked his neighbors and killed them. And those are his brothers. Can you believe what he'll do to his enemies? What if another Saddam comes in power like him? Do you think that there's a way that we can actually get people in the Middle East and in Iraq to actually like us in the future? Or it's going to take a generation or two. I don't think that would be realistic. It's not going to happen. So we're in a real big quandary right here, aren't we? We're in a quagmire. Yes. They, they don't love us. There's no good, no. no good solution. There's no way they're going to change their mind. No, we just but can't But we have let... to be there to make sure terrorists don't came, take over and try to kill us. Exactly. I think it's a... Man. It's not a win-win situation. It's just a control who loses the least. Man, oh man, oh man. I think your analogy of disease control was a good analogy. But then again, I, and I, I, I see that. But then it's like, well, then you know what? Do, do I want my kid to join the military? To sit there and possibly die for people that hate us anyway? No, but what happens if eventually but they But do you want your kid? Yeah, no, I know. Well, then we, I guess we... I, but we it's, a, it's a catch-22. big catch-22. But honestly, it's not anymore about... They hate us and they will hate us regardless. Mm -hmm. They're brainwashed to do that since they were three. We can't change. How do you change the brain of a human being that was bred and raised that way? But what we can do is avoid them attacking us yeah. in the future. I got gotcha. you. Stick with me. I have more. Uh, 752 will continue. KNST AM 792 Zon's most stimulating talk. Uh, the mom who's in the studio with me, uh, whose child witnessed this. And it's, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. Three things I think you need to know. And, and this, you know, show has, we've evolved. I mean, we started talking about this. And thank you so much for being brave enough to come here. But this is nothing considering you lived under freaking Saddam Hussein. You're, you're a legal immigrant from Iraq. You love America. You're calling it like you see it. Um, we talked about what it's like to live and the, the murders that you witnessed and everything. And, and we, were, we were talking about democracy in the last hour. And we, by the way, we're also going to go back to the, um, the pro-DACA assembly that basically took place. And you better, so the children are being told, you better support DACA. We need this and blah, 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 blah. Horrible, horrible at Tucson Magnet High that took place. Um, it's just not necessary at school. You can have an opinion, but you don't do that at school and hold an assembly about it. Can you imagine if they held an assembly why DACA is wrong? Can you imagine if that ever happened? <laughs> of course, it's unconstitutional. No, no, no. But you lived under Saddam Hussein. And I was, you know, asking you, is there, you know, you have a unique perspective because you lived there. You know this stuff. And I'm looking at this and I'm thinking that people in the Middle East are different than people in America. That now, listen, there are dopey people in America. Don't get me wrong. There are dopey people that just don't get it. They're just there's something in the brain that's just missing, not there. I don't understand it. I don't get it. You know, they go lock their doors. Uh, if they went to a concert and somebody said, I want to sit in that seat. Oh, no, I bought this. I have tickets. I don't care. I'm a human. Let me. They don't, they don't get that. That's the same thing with the border. Securing the border, coming here legally, not illegally, crossing under. So you, know, you, you did all that. And I, I'm trying to figure out. Do people in the Middle East, and you lived in Iraq, do they even want democracy? And the picture that you're painting for Ryan and me here is that it's like gangster. It's like mafioso. Because you have, even in Iraq now with Saddam gone, you're saying that there are just, there's concentrated power. Correct. And they, they still, it's not even real democracy. They rule everything with an iron fist still, huh? Correct. We could have had democracy if we wanted. If the people in Iraq wanted. Yes, but it's very hard. Some people may want democracy and to be free. It's the people in power. Very few people control that power and run the country by fear. 
Are they, I mean, okay, so there's no dictator like Saddam, but if somebody's like, no, I, I, do they have the freedom to openly disagree with their government or is something bad going to happen to them to this day? Never. You, Even you today? Yes. I, I don't believe that's a freedom. It's just not in, in our mentality. That's the thing. That. That's why I say I don't think we should do anything. You know what sucks is that I don't want to see any American, let alone my son, um, have to live over there where he might get blown up, might do it for people that don't like us. And I get, I understand the other side where, well, if we don't do that, the vacuum will be filled by ISIS or Al Qaeda or whatever. But then it's like, well, if that happens, you know what? And it is a threat to, we send over missiles and we have to kill. And I know that's going to make them hate us even more, but they already do hate us. They do. There's no good answer here. Is there? No, but I, I feel there is minimizing your losses. For instance, for us as Americans, I feel it's very important to have a secure border. Yes. Because how we know terrorist ISIS people are not driving through the border and just coming. There hasn't been, people can come and there hasn't been investigation who they are. When I came, they had to know everything about me. And I'm okay with that. I prefer to be secure. Mm-hmm than to regret it later. Uh, we should have strong borders. We should have support our military, strengthen our military. Prevention is winning half the battle. So what do you think of the president's travel ban? I think it's necessary, sadly, but it, it is important. People should be interrogated to the nth degree. I don't have a problem if someone interrogates me to keep our country secure. That's the whole point of the government. If I have nothing to hide, then it's done. It's a little bit of an inconvenience, but it's better to secure our country than to regret it later. Let's go back to the democracy thing real fast. And again, uh, you are a legal Iraqi immigrant, legal immigrant from Iraq that came here, right? Yes. And at some point you said, when when was this, in the 80s? Saddam uh, was in charge? 1989. Oh, no, when you came I here. But, but when, and we'll get to that. But when Iraq said, okay, when Saddam said, okay, I'm cool with democracy. I'll sign off. You guys open businesses, blah, blah, blah. That was at some point in the 80s, right? Yes. When I grew up, uh, Saddam decided to um, give opportunities to start businesses downtown in Baghdad. Businesses thrived. We had uh, an Iraqi restaurant that served food just like McDonald's, and everyone loved it. Wait, hang on. Was, was he killing people back then, too? Yes. But, but then he said, oh, we can have capitalism in Baghdad to look like a real city. Yes. Okay. And we're going to try all these businesses. I'm giving you approval. We had an amazing ice cream shop venture. We had restaurants. And then when they thrived, what he did is he brought his own people in to take over the properties of these owners. Yes. And the original owners of these businesses were were imprisoned. One of them was a friend of ours. They cut his feet, both his feet. They cut him off? Yes, totally, so he can crawl and not walk. And they put him in jail. <sighs> they already had everything, everything he owned. Why Why do that? It's very inhumane. And um, then what they did, they grabbed the managers and say, if the business loses, you're next on the list. So you better make it work. So that's how he stayed in power. by Like a mafia giving, boss. Yes, But even, even worse, even more disgusting. Exactly. They um, had guns, power, money, anything they wanted. 
Oh my goodness. So that that's how he was able to grow his power and and keep control of everybody because he was a minority himself. Correct, but if he and his family run the whole show, yeah, you can't stop. And him. no one else has guns, machine guns, no way of protecting yourself. It's a dictatorship. Mm-hmm. Few people control the majority. Anyone who threatened him, he made it clear would be killed or imprisoned. People died and disappeared left and right. That's how he kept his power. If he went down, they would have gone down with him. So it wasn't to their advantage. Um, is that the mentality of a lot of people? I mean, because we, we hear sick things that ISIS does to people, sick things Al-Qaeda does to people. You've been telling us sick things that Saddam and his sons did to people. Is that the accepted mentality by people in the Middle East, in Iraq? In general, yes. There like are good sick, people. torturous? Yeah. I mean, because you don't hear people... Many people in this country cutting off feet to teach a lesson and doing, you know, you have some mafia stories. They do crazy things and stuff like that. But like what I'm saying is that people want to come here from those countries. And so I feel scared because we have a culture where we don't believe in that. And their culture, it's accepted. Is that is that too stereotypical? No, because we when we were in Iraq, this is hard for me to talk. But when we were kids, our neighbor next door was five year old. And he came one time and said, hey, you want to come to my house and drown some kitties? I got some kitties for fun. And I thought, oh, my God, that's how you start. If you're hurting animals, we saved so many animals from the park across. They got nailed to um, trees with huge nails. We'd have to take them out, take them to the vets. I just couldn't take it. I thought if this is... The fun thing to do, not, what, not everyone, I'm talking the majority. And to be taught in school to hate Jewish people, that's my time when I grew up. I don't know how it is after I left. You're teaching, you're brainwashing people to hate automatically instead of to love and be peaceful. So can you imagine what they'll do to us yeah. when they hate us that much? Do you still have family members uh, that are over there? No. Do you talk to anybody that's over there? No. I'm just wondering if there's any way, do you think that they like us considering we rebuild cities, we rebuild roads, we rebuild buildings and schools and that kind of stuff? My opinion is no. What do you base that on? I based it on the way the generation from the late 80s was brought up at three years old to pretty much hate Americans, hate Jewish people, die for the cause. You're, you're brainwashed to grow up that way is it like that throughout the entire middle east i don't know about other countries just what it's wherever i grew up when i grew up this is how it was there are good people who uh love americans i love americans i wanted to come here but then there was no place for me there what about you know what i want to talk about um security because you're all about this i'm just curious what you think too because it what would you when you go to get on an airplane what goes through your mind? Because I want to tell you what goes through my mind. We'll, we'll come back. We'll talk about that. 820. Uh, we'll continue in five. Again, uh, uh, this uh, this mom of a Tucson Magnet High student uh, uh, blew the whistle on the pro-DACA rallies that took place. Pro-DACA rally, I should say, that took place Wednesday at Tucson Magnet High. Uh, students brought to an assembly, supposed to be about mariachi. Turned out about half of it was about pro-DACA, support DACA. What's wrong with you? Brought up kids to talk about it. Uh, the uh, head mariachi guy was talking about uh, we need rights for illegal aliens and everything else. Craziness. Tucson, TUSD has some major friggin' problems. 
And there need to be more people, by the way, that speak out against this. Teachers, every, I know you're, I get it. I get it. But you can't solve this problem and stop this epidemic if you don't bring it up. And the school board needs to look into this big time. Uh, 821, we'll continue uh, more. Uh, I want to find out what a uh, legal immigrant from Iraq thinks about, uh, st- uh, I guess, basically stereotyping, not being politically correct when it comes to security and, uh, you know, getting on airplanes, that kind of stuff. Coming up, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your wife. At least you're on this, Ryan, because this is, this is, uh, it's 828, by the way. Thank you. Uh, again, this whole interview, Ryan will put it up at uh, my iHeartRadio channel. Also at KNST.com, it'll be there as well. We have options. But if you download the iHeartRadio app, it's free. Go to iHeartRadio.com, whatever you want. You find Garrett Lewis. Search Garrett Lewis. My channel is there. You hit follow. That way you're you're updated all the time when new things pop up. And Ryan puts new stuff up there all the time from the show. Uh, and this interview will be there. This is, I got to be honest with you. This is freaking epic. Like, this is insight you can't find anywhere else. You want to know why? Because we are not afraid to ask questions. And you're not afraid to give answers. No. You know, you're not afraid to... Again, um, I don't want to give your name. Uh, you have a daughter that goes to Tucson Magnet High, and uh, she blew the whistle on the fact that there was an assembly Wednesday. Uh, it was supposed to be mariachi. Half of it was about mariachi. The other half was about DACA. You guys should support DACA. We need DACA. Legal aliens, we should have rights. We need to take that what is rightfully ours. All this stuff at Tucson Magnet High. Disgusting. And you also happen to be a legal uh, immigrant. Um, you're an American citizen. Yes. You came here legally from Iraq. You actually lived under a dictator. You witnessed Saddam's son shoot somebody in the head at a nightclub as a teenager just because he wanted to go out with the guy's girlfriend. Correct. This is, I mean, that's what it's like to live. If you know somebody that calls Trump a dictator, just, I mean, how do you, you laugh at him? You want to curse at him? You want to shake him? It's ignorant more we don't realize how good we have it here you you know how good we have it because you've seen how bad it is other places correct can i give you an example of something that happened in school okay uh, there was a minister of uh, health in iraq very good man and there was some smuggling of drugs at the time but he refused to continue signing those papers and he stood against the government Wait, 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 who, who was, you mean the government was, Saddam's government was condoning the smuggling of drugs? Yes, and they were making this minister of, of health sign. To approve it. To approve it, and he, when he found out, he stopped doing that. So he was sent to jail, he was labeled as a traitor, and his daughter had to wear a sign in school every day saying, I'm a traitor. And you could never go talk to her befriend her otherwise you're a traitor too that's how hard things are there at the time when i grew up yes holy cow um can i ask yeah again was there any validity to the weapons of mass destruction oh that's a great question i I really i everybody's always like there's there was no weapons of mass destruction i mean i i think there was well he he, he gasses on people when we grew up it was rumored that there was a nuclear city underground to develop nuclear weapons and one of the friends of my parents had a son who was a nuclear engineer he disappeared with his whole family so the rumor was that when you go overseas you get a nuclear engineer and you study you come back you can disappear because you don't have the option hey can i serve you no, I, I, don't, I don't really want to work for you. So Saddam's guys captured him and brought yes, his whole family down he below to 
to work on that. To the nuclear city underground. Yes. Now, he doesn't ask you politely, could you please work and you better give me your 100%. If you don't do this, I will execute your entire family. I will torture them. I will do this to you. So, honestly, what option do you have? Yeah, you have no option. You have no option. He didn't want to come back. He was abducted from England and brought back to Iraq and disappeared with his entire family. So people Mm. say it's not true. Saddam bragged about it continuously, how we are developing nuclear weapons and how we're going to attack America, get rid of America, and then get rid of Israel with no consequences. I mean, this was not a secret. We grew up hearing about this all the time. It's unbelievable. Like an actual underground city that they dug out of the desert? Yes, that you have to work on nuclear projects. This was the rumor when I grew up. And I'm assuming with that, nuclear projects and, and you know, the chemicals. Mass destruction. Mass destruction, the, the weapons. Yeah, the, yes. the, the mustard gas, that kind of stuff. And the, the chemicals were used on the, on the, uh, in the north. Against the Kurdish people. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. I've seen pictures but do you think of that there, it. Do you think there were back in 03 when we invaded? Yes. So I'm very confused why people said no, and there's this undercover saying that that didn't exist. It was, he was very proud of it, that he was going to do this, and he was going to mm. attack the Western world, and he was going to free us, liberate us, unite all the Arabs. Are you okay with, uh, I mean, you get on a, in an airplane. It's happened to me. I get felt up. I get hands on me. So you're so attractive. I look like, well, that too. I look like a terrorist, apparently. Do you think that we should actually, you know, do the smart thing? I mean, when it comes to, you know, looking at people, because I've seen that, and then I've seen people that are obviously named Muhammad Muhammad walk right by me, and nothing happens to them. Do you just think that's the stupidest thing of all time, that we should actually... um, Profile? Terror profile? My experience, no. If someone is inconvenienced a little bit... Mm -hmm. But in the end, the reward is to keep people alive mm-hmm. and safe. But do you think we they were doing lose? it wrong? Because there are people that actually fit the terror profile that nothing happens to. Because it's random selection. Because they want to make sure nobody's feelings get hurt. That's an American mentality. In Iraq, when we started the war with Persia, they grabbed the Persians who were Iraqis, born, raised there for generations, threw them to the border and said, get out your traitors. I am just blessed that when... America started, there was a conflict between the U.S. Mm-hmm. and Iraq that I wasn't thrown out and punished and pay the price. So if we have to be secure and do whatever it takes to secure our country, I feel that's a necessity. Okay. Uh, I want to come back with more. Uh, 834 now on KNST AM 790. I want to find out what you think of Trump and what people in the Middle East think of Trump. Uh, what they thought of Obama, that kind of stuff as well. Wait until you hear it. It is coming up in six Right now on KNST, here's Fox. All right, 843, thank you for hanging out. We continue. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Terror attack, number one, terror attack in uh, the UK. Uh, somebody blew up a bucket bomb. It was like a five-gallon bucket, something in there. 22 people injured, nobody dead so far, thank God. It was, uh, it was a terrorist attack, though, the police are saying. No kidding. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, the president tweeted out a couple hours ago, and it should give you, uh, it should give you some, uh, some better feelings when it comes to the possibility of some DACA stuff. Uh, chain migration cannot be allowed to be part of any legislation on immigration. Thank God. That's what Trump says. You better stick to it. Third thing I think you need to know, we're talking about this. Tucson Magnet High on Wednesday had a, uh, pull out kids from class to have a mariachi assembly. Turned out to be a pro DACA assembly as well. About half the time pro DACA talk led by the mariachi instructor. 
students, pro, you, you better support DACA, we need your support for this, you gotta like it, blah, 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 all from a, um, a student that was there, and her mom is in studio with me right now, three things I think you need to know, and her mom also happens to be uh, a legal immigrant from Iraq who lived under a dictatorship uh, and everything else. Um, what do you think of Trump? I think we are blessed to have him as a president. He's a strong, intelligent, that can make our country great again. He's not a racist, not a xenophobe, <laughs> none of that stuff. I, I laugh when you guys say that because you have no clue what dictatorship or a racist is. Ex- I hate. I <laughs> so he's, he's not a dictator then? Um, the opposite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what, what do you think that uh, the people in the Middle East feel about President Trump? I think they don't like him because he, he's strong and will make us a strong nation again. And this is really important for us as Americans to have a, a strong leadership that can protect our country, that can protect us as Americans. And I feel he has a lot of great ideas building our military up. Um, prevention is, half, is winning half the battle. So sometimes if other nations see you having a strong military or strong leadership, then they'll think twice about attacking exactly. you. Exactly. Uh, walk with a big stick. Yes. Kind of a thing. Uh, peace through strength, what Reagan used to say. Yes. Um, so what did they think of me? Because I know that uh, you've seen what people say. You know more. You can read Arabic. I can't. What they said about Obama and Hillary compared to, uh, to Trump in the Middle East. My husband was reading the news and somehow found an Arabic chat room. And he asked me to come read it for him. And basically what it said at the time that Hillary was being, uh, they thought she would be the next president. They said that they were so happy that America had pretty much an idiot president like Obama that will destroy them from the inside. Then Hillary would come and finish up, weaken them, and then we'll come and finish them off after that. So in no way were they planning on Trump being elected. Mm. You know, I, wow, and uh, this this is just incredible stuff. Um, you lived under Saddam Hussein. There's another dictator in the Middle East, uh, Bashar al-Assad in Syria. And he has his own major problems. I don't know what the solution is because the terrorists want to kill him because they want control of the country. It's like terrorists, some good people, and then Assad's people all fighting. You don't even know who to root for. Yes. Um what do you think uh, should be what what should we do? I mean, he's almost like another Saddam Hussein, killing his own people. Uh, Trump lobs fifty nine missiles at him. All of a sudden, he shuts up. Exactly. That's what I'm telling you. They respect power and they fear it. If we have a weak president, they won't think twice. We'll be next. But because we have a strong president that can protect us, they'll think twice before they try anything, because they're afraid of the consequences. I don't think that's a bad thing. That's Mm-mm. a great thing. It can avoid war, people dying, just by sh- coming across as being strong. Uh, when you talk to people, if you do talk politics or your views, your opinions about things, are they surprised by yes. your point of view? Yes. They, it, some of them can't believe that I've seen the things I've seen. That's why when people underestimate and say, Oh, we can all love each other. It will be a peaceful, it will be a great world. It's beautiful in theory, but it doesn't always work. No, there's always bad people. Um, and, and, and my point is also that 
I mean, you grew you you grew up under a dictator in Saddam Hussein. That is extreme government control. Yes. So I mean, that's why you're a rarity, though, because you say I guess there are too many people brainwashed in Iraq when you were growing up, and their brain you know they were brainwashed. Saddam is the greatest. He's the papa. Blah, blah. But you'd think people would fear if they come to America from the Middle East, they would fear extreme government control because it's it's almost the same thing. I mean, they, they, right now the government, if it's extreme government control, they're not going to come kill you. But it's, they try to control you in that aspect. It's correct. But you guys are very blessed. Americans were blessed. We can express our opinion. We can vote for the people who want, we want them to represent us. We have a lot of freedoms. But I still, like I said earlier, I believe there should be some moral boundaries. Yes. To respect our president, to respect our troops, to support them. Because it's hard. We have the whole world against us in some sense yeah we do real quick uh you somehow came in contact with one of the 9-11 terrorists yes uh when i was back in college um i lived by the u of a and um, my husband's family owned rentals and he was one of the tenants honey honjour yes and he was the nicest guy you'd ever meet i would have never ever suspected that he would be a terrorist quiet, polite, kept himself. So I was shocked. And he went to the mosque here in town. Yes. And that's why they were investigated by the FBI. Correct. And the FBI came at the time and talked to me and asked me what happened. And he would have never been someone I would have suspected. Did you ever feel threatened by the FBI? No. People will say that. You're getting ready to sue. You know, you're going to sue. They violated your civil rights. They shouldn't talk to you just because you came from Iraq. That's stereotyping. Coming from Iraq... I, I thought it was, there is no other way to do it. And I don't feel it's wrong to investigate, make sure I'm not a terrorist. I didn't do anything bad. And nothing happened. They were very polite. They interviewed me, checked me, and on my way I went. So I had nothing to lose. If, if, if investigating helps our country stay safer, it's, it's really the inconvenience is a little price to pay, in my opinion. Okay. Listen, you're awesome. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. May have to get you in again, just uh, if you felt it. You you done. You did great. You did fantastic. Um, because you have so much insight to the Middle East and to Iraq and to the mindset that so many people are afraid to actually say. Um, and you painted an unbelievable picture of this. So uh, thank you so much. Thank you very much. You got it. Uh, we're just monkeys on the radio. That's all we are. 851, you can react to this. We'll come back in 5. KNST, AIM 792, sounds most stimulating talk. So he's setting boundaries. Good. It's about damn time. Third thing I think you need to know, we t- spent two hours talking about uh, this and, and Middle Eastern stuff with this saint of a woman who is a legal immigrant from Iraq. Her daughter goes to uh, Tucson Magnet High School, and apparently there was supposed to be a mariachi assembly. Middle of the day on Wednesday. Have it was mariachi. Then the mariachi director gets on the mic and starts talking about DACA. Starts talking about, and I have it. I have it right here. Starts talking about how um, it became a pro DACA support DACA rally. Talked about this this mariachi teacher, mariachi director started talking about jumping over the border. Uh, we should have rights and fight for our own right. We should have our own rights and fight for our own rights. Illegal aliens? I mean, what are the rights? Illegal alien rights? Um, and then students came out promoting DACA, saying it was great and you should support it. 
And a girl said, Trump said the DACA program is unconstitutional, but when Obama did it, it was constitutional. No, it never was. It was executive order. Anyway, it became a pro-DACA rally and telling the students to support DACA right, right there, middle of the day, at Tucson Magnet High School. Three things I think you need to know. We'll get calls. Reaction 880-KNST, 880-5678. Um, again, I, I am... I don't think I have the right to complain. This lady, if you missed it, she talked about she was a night a teen club, and Saddam Hussein's she was in here. Saddam Hussein's son was there, Uday, and he decided to just take a gun out and shoot a guy in the head, a teenager, and kill him because he wanted to be with his girlfriend. If you look at him the wrong way, he kills you. There's never consequences. I don't think that uh, our cell phone running out of battery power, red light stopping us. A shirt you buy online won't get to you for three days. I don't think those are problems. Uh, if that lady didn't make you realize that we are in a freaking great, the greatest country on the planet, and we have it so damn good. We always have problems, don't get me wrong, but we have it so damn good. I don't know what else will. And I want to like make everybody hear this interview. There are people that are in this building that won't hear it, and they don't get it. And I want them to hear that, because... That's real life, man. Hang on. Let's go to Frank. Frank, welcome to KNST. Thank you for hanging on. Hey, Garrett. Great interview. Thank you, man. It wasn't yeah, me. It was I'll, her. It was her. And I, Yeah, and I'm telling you, I mean, I, like I said, my first time I went to Jordan was in 1981. And until, you know, I bounced out of and out of the Middle East until basically November 2013. Wow. And every, everything, every Iraqi, it didn't matter. You can talk to the Afghanis. I've been to Lebanon. They all say the same thing as far as, you know, the dictatorship and how that works. And I'm telling you, people have no idea how great they have it in this country. <laughs> I, was, I was just saying that uh, I live in Qatar, and I, was a, I became a resident. Uh, cause you have to have a, you know, a hornet. Just a, all right. And uh, I had those before Border Patrol checkpoints. Sure. And uh, <laughs> I, was, I was telling that, uh, yeah, right? I still work along the borders. So I was, I was saying that uh, in Qatar, like when you go to the hospital, the, the main hospital for expats, government officials, uh, anybody who plays sports, you know, you have money, they actually have a separate hospital from the rest of the country that you go to. And they're not open on weekends. And they will only take you if they know they can get you in and out of there in a day. Wow. Beautiful hospital, great care. But you have to be able to afford to get in there. Yep. The rest of them, you, you just don't get any, you, you know, their treatment. You stand in line, you wait, you know, six, eight months or something. We are, we, we you know, I have a soundbite. Bernie Sanders talking to a Canadian doctor. We'll get to this hour as well since you brought that up. Um, and Bernie Sanders got, he didn't realize he got owned. And it's just, it's too, too funny. Really? But, you know, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. I'll do that. I'll do that coming up. Um, oh, but, but oh, yeah. But, um, and the doctor's so stupid. She didn't realize she gave it away, too, about single payer and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, they're so dumb. But, you know, okay, so you spent 30 years there. And that's why off I was on. asking her. Right? Off, off and on, and on. Off and I started on. in 81, okay. and, and, but I'd go back probably like every two or three years to do work. Okay, so you know it. Area. That's why I'm saying the mentality. I mean, we did it with the Soviet Union. We um we basically stopped communism by infusing we outspent them and then we infused capitalism. You know, if you let's all have nice things, we all get along. We won there and it worked. Despite Putin doing what he's doing now, it worked, right? But yeah. I don't think I mean you tell me, do they even they don't want that in the Middle East. It's not that same mentality, is it? It's not. It's it, it's not. I, like I 
it's 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 hard to really explain how how they they think. I mean, uh, I'll give you a perfect example. I seen a, a guy one time after you know after the war, uh, the second Gulf War, is uh, on top of a building and we have blown up, right? Yeah. And they're they're gonna they're gonna go ahead and demo the building. Here's their mentality. He's up there with a jackhammer on the second floor. Now we can sit there and watch this because you know the corner of the building is blown away. And he's sitting there with a jackhammer in the center, and he's just going around, around, around. Of course, he, eventually he gets to the end, right? Yeah. You, you, if you complete a circle, he's still in the center of it. Ugh. And he, of course, it comes the second floor comes crashing down. And he dies. Ugh. Right. The next day, there's a, another guy. He's on the third floor doing the same thing. <laughs> it's like they don't value life. It's like they don't value life. Yeah, they don't. Inshallah. Remember that. Yeah. Right? God's will. Yeah. You know, in Kuwait, you can't, if somebody's in a car accident, you got to wait 15 minutes. You know, in case all it takes them before you can administer first aid. That's just how it is. Oh, my God. Frank, yeah. man, th- thank you for the insight, buddy. I appreciate it. And thank you so much right, for listening and, and all your service, man. You have a great weekend, all right? All right, you too. Thank Thanks. You. See you later. I... It just doesn't stop. So he he's jackhammering and he puts... <laughs> oh. It's like a cartoon. Mm-mm-mm. You know, that's why you look at this situation with Jameel Hill real quick at ESPN. She writes, President, you know, Donald Trump is a white supremacist and... Surrounded himself with white supremacists and people, even Trump, she should be fired. I don't think she should be fired. I think if you want to fire her, it's up to her employer, ESPN. And if they don't want to do that, that's their problem. We have, That's the great thing. We have the free market. You try saying something bad about Saddam Hussein, you get killed, your family gets killed. I am grateful we live in a nation where someone can say such a horrendous, disgusting, ugly thing like Jameel Hill, like that Missouri lawmaker, state lawmaker that said Trump should be assassinated. And nothing happens to them from the government. They don't disappear. They don't get tortured. We live in such a great country where we could say the most horrendous, stupid, disgusting things, but we could judge. We could, we could, we could hurt them with the free market. That's what it's up to the people, not the government. That's the whole point. Oh boy. One more. Is she? Is she there? Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Hi, Evangelina. Hi. Is that right, Evangelina? Yes. Is, do you get confused with Brangelina sometimes? Brad, no, you know, no, okay. no, it's not. Okay, you know Brad and Angelina? Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just wanted to make a comment that um, I was at work yesterday, and a co-worker told me that her preschooler was being taught about uh, 9-11 and the attacks that happened in the Twin Towers. And he continues to talk to her about it, and she says, so who is the bad people? And then he answers her, Trump. She says, well, he is bad, but no, he didn't have anything to do with that. <laughs> he is bad. But and wait. I'm like, oh, my God, with the new school year, let the brainwashing begin. And that was at a preschool? Like a daycare? Preschool. Mm-hmm. Preschool. That Trump caused 9-11. They're telling, at this daycare, they're telling little kids that. That he's bad, that Trump is bad. That Trump but, is bad. Um, he, he misunderstood the question from yeah. his mom when she asked him. Oh. Oh, who was the bad people? And then he just turned around and said, Trump. Trump. And she's like, oh, well, he is bad, but <laughs> Why no. Is he is bad? So I'm assuming that you might disagree with the mom. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so the brainwashing is that, dude, who, 
I would go nuts. I mean, I'm flipping out about this Tucson Magnet High where they're brainwashed. They're trying to tell the kids that DACA is good. You need to support it. And those are at least teenage high school kids. Yeah. And they're doing you it to watch children. Out with a lot of people, a lot of teachers, they do brainwash kids. Yeah, that's what we're learning. That's what we're learning. Oh, event. Uh, I'm I'm glad you brought this to our attention, and it's disgusting. They're telling little kids. I have a four and a half year old who's in daycare. I know. And I, congratulations oh, on your second. Oh, thank you very much. I'll take all the credit and the work on that one. Um, <laughs> but I I would lose my mind if that actually if my kid came home. Oh, there would be hell to pay right? at that place. Hell to pay. Oh my God. Well, thank you for hanging on. Thank you for listening, Evangelina. Thank you for sharing. Have a great weekend. Okay. You're welcome. You do the same. Thank you. Take care. I, man, oh man, oh man. You know, we'll play, we'll get more reaction to this. And since I told Frank there was the uh, single payer soundbite, uh, Bernie Sanders, we'll get to that. Bernie Sanders and a, uh, uh, Bernie Sanders and a, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. A doctor, a Canadian doctor talking about the wait, the wait time. Because Bernie Sanders introduced yesterday his single payer for all. Of course, no way to, to actually pay for it. And there was actually a video clip going around uh, back in 1987, where Bernie Sanders on video said, we can't have Medicare for all to bankrupt the whole country. And yet to yesterday, Medicare for all, of course, in his bill, there's no actual way to pay for it. Wait till you hear about single payer systems and how bad it is for patients from a Canadian doctor telling it to Bernie's face coming up in about four KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. 925. Thank you for hanging out again. That whole interview. Uh, I went to I went uh, that whole I'm sorry I'm getting emails I, that whole interview will be up later today at uh, KNSD.com and also on the iHeart Radio channel that I have download the free iHeart Radio app search Garrett Lewis that's all you got to do and if and, you want to know about these things be, yes. as they're released like the Facebook like no, all that stuff right well no not Facebook like the iHeart Radio channel like my channel iHeart Radio and then every time yeah that's what it is you can actually like the channel you can like my page wow. like my cha- and that way when you put the stuff up there Ryan people it's like they, they get notified instantaneous that's yeah. what i'm talking about they get notified that's what i've been told at least <laughs> <laughs> just that's go what with i've it. been told just yeah just please go with it just do it just do it you know i, I feel like i have like ptsd after after listening to her i, I, I just i don't I think understand. you're just exhausted i, I don't know you're what just it is man. exhausted i was just i was just riveted well, thank you. And that was on the radio, the stuff in between. Oh, yeah, the off-the-air stuff. Oof. Guys, I love this country. There's yeah. no other place I would ever, ever want to be. Mm-mm. I don't Not mind like, I, I don't mind like going to like a nice beach somewhere, yeah, like, like Aruba or something like that. But yeah, I, there's, you're crazy. Like I don't even want to go visit Europe with all the history, and it's so old. That's cool. It sucks there. I want nothing to do with it. Zero. Uh, anyway, going to be only in the upper 90s for a high. Supposed to be in the uh, low to mid 90s there. Oh, Justin, Megan McCain leaving Fox News. She failed at radio and now she's failing at television. Bye. Well, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, is that bad? No. No, damn right it's not bad. Why don't you like her, dude? There are lots of reasons. <laughs> you know what my favorite? And don't listen, don't blame me. We had Megan McCain on this radio station. It wasn't my choice, Okay. It was strong, centralized control, and I couldn't do anything about it. But let me just tell you one quickie about uh, Meghan McCain, which drove me nuts. I'll never forget this dimwit. She is a dimwit. Dad is is corrupt. I don't like her dad. Um, this dimwit, the day of the San Bernardino uh, terrorist attacks, remember that? Yes. I had her on an afternoon drive to give the latest information, right? 
And as I'm driving to uh, 5 o'clock, like 5, 10 in the afternoon, I'm, going to, I'm driving to my son's daycare to pick him up. I pop on to see what she's talking about. Terrorist attacks happening. She's live on the radio. Terrorist attack happened five hour, four hours before. She's talking to some friggin' doctor who's an expert on Lyme's disease because one of the characters in one of the real housewives of Beverly Hills or Orange County, whatever it is, had Lyme's disease. I made a phone call to the head of the company's news talk department and said, what the hell is going on right now? If it were up to me, I would have fired her right then and there, but that's not my call. If you're so stupid that on the day a terrorist attack is happening and breaking news is happening all the time, you decide to talk because you're so dim-witted in radio, and obviously she sucked on TV too. You're so dumb, you're talking about a character from a Bravo television show. Uh, you deserve to never have that job. Let's play Bernie Sanders clip. It's, it's, and there we go. Speaking about uh, you should never, ever, ever have a job. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Bernie Sanders was speaking with some Canadian doctor because it's on, it's on the Bernie Sanders podcast. He has a podcast. That's what he has a podcast, right? It's a podcast. Uh, apparently, everybody and their mother going to have a podcast. I love that. Doesn't mean it's good. Oh, podcast. Listen, I'm going to radio. We have podcast. We do it all here. Uh, but just because you have a microphone, a way to record and get it out there, doesn't mean people are going to listen to it. You can have a pizza place. If it sucks, it sucks. Anyway, uh, the day that this is coming out, this is right after he um, had a, burn, a Medicare for all. You want to know we don't, we don't want government running things? Because it would be terrible, and we wait forever. No, you wouldn't. This Canadian doctor said, listen, you know, if there's like just, you know, random things, you're not going to wait, you know, if you have like the, a little sickness, you know, there's not really a long wait. But then she said this, listen to this. Having said that, we do have a problem uh, with wait times for what we call elective or non-urgent procedures. So people who are waiting to see a specialist for a non-urgent issue. Give us some examples. uh, So, you know, uh, if I have a patient who has headaches and uh, want the opinion of a neurologist about the management of their migraines, for example. You know, not, not because I'm worried that they have brain cancer. If I'm worried they have brain cancer, they'll get their MRI tomorrow and you know, the system will move very quickly. But if I have a patient who's got migraines and I need advice about how to manage it, they might wait several months to see um, a neurologist for a non-urgent problem like that. Months. Or non-urgent surgeries, the classic non-urgent. example being a hip or a knee replacement. Yeah, just so how limp. long will it take me? In the uh, you know, it depends on where you are in the country. Sometimes it's a few months, sometimes it's a year. Oh. Uh, in some places, at some times, it's been even longer than that. Wow. That, that people wait for a hip or a knee replacement. And uh, and I think that's totally unacceptable. Pause it. I don't... Um, and yet, after hearing this, Bernie's like, well, I still think it's a good idea to have Medicare for all and get rid of all private insurance. And then we we should, yes. I, he's so jacked up in the head. He's such a maniac. There are screws loose that after even hearing this, he still thinks it's a good idea to have the government run the health care. Let's continue. It gets even better. I don't think that we should um, stand for it in, in our system. Uh, I think that... Uh, there's no reason why people should have to wait. And what we have determined, those of us who study these issues and work on these issues, is that although those waits are a problem, they are not caused by the fact that our insurance plan is paid for by the government. Oh, no. The reason that we have difficulties with waits is Here because we, we have done a poor job of organizing the delivery systems of care. Because it's managed by the government. It's not because the government pays for everything and they're in charge of it and stuff like that and blah, blah, blah. No, uh, 
It's because we just don't really manage it very well. It's a government-run program. Uh, and Bernie's like, what? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. You think it's going to help you having this person say all this? There's that doctor and Bernie so sick in the head, they still think it's okay. Well, but it's okay, though, because they can get what they need. That's why. They can get what they need. Well, Bernie isn't a part of our system, our That's medical system. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's got the, the best, best there is. Taxpayers pay for it because it's Congress. They're, they're sweet bennies, baby. They're sweet bennies. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, yeah. So there's that. 932. Uh, what do you think, by the way? We'll talk about this again. Uh, the Trumpster. Uh, the Trumpster. Oh, we got to get the, the Trumpster talking about finally. The, that's a good thing. Uh, I'm getting a reaction to this uh, Tucson story, the Tucson uh, Magnet High. Uh, but the, um, the Trumpster saying uh, what you want to hear about this DACA situation and illegal immigration. Uh, and then I got to bring up TUSD. Bring this up again. Uh, apparently there are dueling resolutions to make illegal immigrants feel better. We'll get to all that in about six minutes. 9.32 on KNST. Here's Fox. Talk. Yes. 9.41. Thank you for hanging out. What a show. What a freaking Friday. Three <laughs> things I think you need to know. Uh, terror attack in Britain. A uh, bucket bomb on a subway. Rush hour. Um, that's that's the latest. Uh, 22 people injured. Thank God nobody has been... It's not reported anybody's killed. Um, there's a manhunt on for the uh, the London bucket bomber. Uh, I get it. You, you, you got to mention it's the bucket. I get it. But it's all about the people that do it. Okay? Second thing that I think you need to know, and this is a big deal. We didn't get a chance to really, really do the Susan Rice stuff, man. Uh, second thing, and this is huge. Uh, the Trumpster tweets out this morning, chain migration cannot be allowed to be part of any legislation on immigration. That's great. So you know what? They think they're doing a DACA deal. He's like, if he clarified yesterday, there will be a wall or no deal. And there will not be chain migration, meaning the parents, the relatives, they're not getting legal status or anything like that. That's how I'm interpreting it, at least. That's good because people are pissed, man. They're burning the MAGA hats. They're doing that stuff. I'll put that story up on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. They're burning the Make, Make America Great Again hats. Oh, and um, there's a uh, there's a real quick, really quick, because you did this. We had calls yesterday during the show, people calling the White House, right? Um. There is a uh, reporter from Medium.com. He's right about pretty much everything. Jack Posobiec. Young dude. I, I dig it. Uh, he tweeted something yesterday that I thought was, was awesome. Really quick. Um, yesterday, he tweeted at 11.27 in the morning. GOP, chat, uh, G- GOP chief of staff on the Hill tells me everyone is against it, meaning the idea of the, the original Trump. We thought there was going to be no wall. And they'd get the, the chance to stay here. GOP chief of staff on the Hill tells me everyone is against it. The phones won't stop. I've never seen anything like this. Just like what happened in, uh, in 05 with the McCain-Kennedy Amnesty Act. Yes, McCain. McCain working with the guy that ruined our immigration system, Ted Kennedy, back in 1965. You and your daughter need to go away. But then, she's already she's off radio, off TV. Awesome. Bye. Uh, third thing I think you need to know, and I have an update for you. We had a woman in, Iraqi immigrant, legally here, loves Trump, loves America, uh, lived under an actual dictator, witnessed his, the dictator's son murder people, witnessed people disappear. Her daughter goes to Tucson Magnet High and broke, blew the whistle, broke the news, that, uh, and we broke it here on this station, that uh, there was a mariachi rally. Mariachi rally Wednesday. 
and the mariachi director all of a sudden turned it into a pro-DACA rally and had students come up and telling the students, support DACA. You need to back DACA. We need to fight for our rights here. This is rightfully ours. That's what he was saying. So I was just told on authority that the new superintendent is already on this, already on the horn with the principal of that school, and they're already trying to figure out how to handle this whole situation, which they need to be. So it's not being ignored. Listen, they're going to want to pass a bond to help pay for stuff, TUSD. Would you want your taxes raised for this crap? Three things I think you need to know. Really quick, let's go to Steve. Steve, you called TUSD. Thank you for hanging on, man. Yeah, I called Tucson High School this morning and actually talked to the principal and said, I would like to know what kind of approval I'd need. Should I gather a group of diverse immigrants to come in and kind of expose these children to the different cultures of the diversity of Tucson that is accomplished through legal immigration? And she was just kind of, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, until I mentioned legal immigration and shut me down immediately. That's the principal of Tucson Magnet High. The principal. The the principal. Wow. And said, we can't have that. And I said, well, it's my understanding that you basically had a a pro-DACA rally on Wednesday. No, we did not. I was there the entire time. We didn't have a pro-DACA rally. Mm -hmm. She said it was... I don't remember the exact term she used, but basically it was a cultural fine arts presentation with a mariachi band and a skit. And then some people got up on stage to talk about how everybody is welcome in our school. And they said, so DACA wasn't mentioned? Well, yes, we had some people from um, Mocha, Mocha, the Mexican. Oh, Mecha, Mecha, yeah, Mecha, okay. Mecha. up there to discuss it. I said, to discuss about how great DACA is. So why can't we... Well, they were TUSD employees. Oh, that makes it good. I said, so it doesn't matter if they're TSD employees or not. This is what was discussed. Shouldn't we be able to talk about the positive side of legal immigration? And then she proceeded to hang up on me after once again saying those are TUSD employees and that she had no control over it. So, as the principal, she has no control over what TUSD employees tell the students at an assembly. So, and she wouldn't really discuss it any further after that. Wow. Maybe she shouldn't be principal if she can't keep people in line as the boss. Uh, I just thought it was kind of, because I know we're thinking, I don't know if those people also ran the mariachi, but it was actual TUSD employees that were up there leading the pro docus stuff. Is, that, is she that clueless? I'm assuming, was it a woman principal? I want to make sure I address yeah. the, the gender correctly yeah, nowadays. Yeah, female. I don't remember her name. Okay. But when I talked to the front office, he said, hold on, Miss so-and-so just walked in the door right now, our principal, and let me connect her to you. Wow, I'm glad they did that. that I didn't expect that to happen. Good for you for I didn't either. I think uh-huh. it was just good timing. Yeah, you know what? I'll take it. Um, I, I just think it's amazing that she thinks it's okay, though, that these TUSD employees got up there to spout the benefits of DACA. Because it was supposed to be a mariachi rally. It was supposed to be all about mariachi. And then, and then this happened. So I don't know if the students that got up there is what she was calling a skit 
but she was basically writing it off as kind of a fine arts presentation. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, dude, Steve, you're awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that with us and for calling up over there. Um, I really do appreciate it, man. Have a great weekend. Anytime. You also. Thank you. We have the best listeners, best audience, best ones. Call the White House, complain about Trump. Call TUS, uh, call Tucson Magnet High. Catch the principal in a lie. Oh, no, no, no. It was a cultural fine art, so DACA wasn't brought up. Well, yeah. <laughs> but those were TUSD employees, so that makes it okay for them to say you need to go out there and support DACA. And <laughs> Even if you don't agree with it, you have to support Oh, it. my goodness gracious. You know, just like the lady was saying earlier how this is the greatest country, it really is. Look at these people knocking themselves out to, to, to pull every trick they can to stay here. Mm-hmm. That's right. You should That's appreciate where you're living. Yep. Where you're naturally yeah. born or, or immigrated to. But yeah, you know, after this, after today's show, those the, these people that I that I know in this country, these American-born citizens that think we're bad and we're terrible and we're evil in the world, get a freaking clue, you dingbats. Get a freaking clue. I mean, you just you want to just shake these people. Do you have any? Yes, go like she said. You know, during the break. That lady that was in here, the uh, the woman who immigrated here from Iraq to escape the uh, Saddam Hussein regime, where she watched people get killed right in front of her. Things you and I could never imagine. She said to Ryan and me, I'd lo- I don't know why she wanted to do it to us. I thought she liked us. She yeah. said, I, I think it'd be, I, I want to get you two guys in Iraq for a month. We're like, no, no, we're good. Uh-huh. No, we're good. We're okay. I'm we're not okay. one of those people protesting. I, I no, know no, what no, I have. No, no, no. I yeah. like it here a lot. All right, we'll continue, uh, and we we still have to get to. Well, I mean, do we even? Man, we're just, it's just there's not a lot of time. <laughs> there's not a lot of time. Um, and and I'm finding out even more stuff about things that have happened at other Tucson schools, involving city council members and school board members. We have to save that for Monday. Holy smokes. It's it's just stay right there. 950. We'll continue in 5. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk from entering a uh, or going on a Tucson high school's campus. Just be on the lookout for that, okay? Be on the lookout for that. And that's that's there. There's There's so much I didn't get a chance to get to. But that's all right. How about the fact that uh we you know, we barely talked about it. We did in the 6 o'clock hour Susan Rice admitting that she was the one uh, or she is one of, at least. She's at least one person that unmasked the Trump team. Remember this. This is not getting a lot of mainstream media coverage. They blew up at Trump when he said somebody wiretapped us, which is really spying. And when it turns out that somebody actually did, when somebody actually did, they're not really talking about it. And by the way, Susan Rice, you know, go, go to Susan Rice Soundbites. We actually have time. Susan Rice. Actually, the old ones are the new ones. Because uh, and we already did the TUSD. They got a resolution saying everyone's going to be welcome, but they didn't mention DAC. We already did that stuff. Okay, I'm over that. Uh, Susan Rice, yes, this is what she said after it started coming out that she was the one that unmasked Trump transition team members because she admitted it this past week. It's coming out yesterday. Came out yesterday afternoon. She told the House Intelligence Committee, "Yes, I unmasked Trump transition team members because they were meeting meeting with people from the United Arab, Arab Emirates, and we still ran the government. We didn't know what was going on, so she spied on him." But when called out about this months ago, listen what happened. I know nothing about this. Oh. I was surprised to see uh, reports surprised. from uh, Chairman Yunus on that uh, count oh, today. Yeah. Uh, I really don't know. 
to what uh, yeah. Chairman Nunes was referring. Right. The New York Times has reported that in the final days of the Obama administration, mm -hmm. uh, individuals went out of their way to spread information throughout the government about what they knew about uh, intelligence uh, that the Russians had interfered yes. uh, in the election last year and that there may have been a connection with Trump campaign officials. I'm not aware of any connection. I had read the New York Times story. I must say Judy is uh, one of the most senior White House officials mm -hmm. and the most senior responsible for national security. I found that report a bit uh, perplexing. A bit perplexing. Even though she, that was months ago on PBS, and yet she told a House Intelligence Committee last week, yeah, it was me. I unmasked them. So she lied again. She lied about Benghazi, five Sunday shows. It, it, where, what's going on? What is happening? All right, uh, have a great weekend. Call Tucson Magnet High. Give him a hard time. Rush is next. See ya.